You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Lori, good to see you. How you been? I'm great, Dave. How are you? Excellent. Lori Patrick, Century 21 Dome Realty in the studio with me once again. Mm-hmm. February already. Um, oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yes. The first. Yes. Wow. Could be Groundhog Day before you know it. I think so, yeah. You're going to have to binge watch that movie. Just over, over, <laughs> and over again and, over. and again Never and again. Mind. Okay, that, that was poor. <laughs> hey, so you have been out. You've been busy. Uh, January was busy for you, as always. Uh, but it's funny because you were just we were just chatting before you came in the air. You still have buyers phoning you when you've got a listing. They're phoning me, yes. And, and uh, I always welcome phone calls, but the first thing that tells me is you're not working with an agent. So um, I had one phone recently on one of my listings, and... Um, a listing that would have a lot of competition mm-hmm. in and around a price range, and it's a condo and in and around a price range where there would be a lot of similar units that he could look at. Um, so he phoned, and, and we got to chatting, and always start vetting them, you know. Have you been pre-approved? No, but I don't think it'll be a problem. It probably won't be, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll check that off before we do too much further. And uh, are you working with an agent? No, not at this time. So, okay, well, I'll let, let's go meet at the condo, and, and I'll meet with you, and we'll go through everything and how this works. And so when, once we're looking at this condo, he, he's mentioning other condos and other uh, similar properties that I know are on the market and other ones that I know have sold a couple of months ago. So as I'm talking to him, I realize he's been in a lot of properties. He's been well, at this for a while. He's been at this for a while. So I don't know if he's just phoning this many listing agents. And then as I question him more, well, he, he had an agent that he was working with for quite some time. And I said, well, how many do you think you've seen? Oh, maybe 30 to 50. And I said 50, 50? like five zero. <laughs> He's going to 50 condos. He, he was guessing between 30 and 50. And, and I'm thinking, okay, first of all, that's far too many. I mean, I, over a, a certain amount of time, some, I have some buyers that look at a lot of homes, but 50 in not that long of a time, and and so I'm 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 asking him why what's happening here like what were you doing with your agent, and um, he he's just kind of telling me that the agent wasn't reaching out to him and saying you know what do you want to look at what do you want to see what are your criteria what's your area he was just surfing online and he'd see something that he likes and he'd email it to the agent so this he, is the client the client the buyer yeah he'd email it to the agent and the agent would just book it. Just book the showing and go and show them. It didn't matter how inappropriate it was for him. It didn't matter if it was way above his price range or too below or, you know, he just saw something that he'd like and phone up um, this particular agent he was working with for a while and go and look at it. Well, to me, that's not working for your client. Well, no, I mean, if it's in your, it's not in your price range. If it's like way over your price range, it's like going window shopping at Tiffany. You know, at Tiffany's, it's, it's all well and good, but uh, you ain't walking out of there with a, with a, no with a broker uh, broker a necklace. No, exactly, and it's a colossal waste of time. So even if they say, "Well, I won't have any problem getting pre-approved," okay, but let's go do it. So you know, even if they pre-approve you for far more than you want to spend, at least you know around where within you know a thirty thousand dollars sort of range that mm-hmm. we can work within, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, and then let's stick to around that. We're not going to go too far outside of it. What do you want in this particular property? You know, how many bedrooms? Details. What kind of layout do you like? What floor do you, you want to be do out? You have pets? Do you have? Yeah. What do you want to be close to? Yeah, all those. All things. All of these things that I'm filing away. Well, none of these questions were asked of him, well, and of course, he's just seeing something that he thinks, well, that looks nice. Let's go look at that. 
So he, he's spinning his wheels for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a, a colossal waste of time, I think, for the client. He must have been getting frustrated. Well, he was. And so eventually he just went back to calling listing agents, which is how he ended up with me. Okay. You know, because he realized this, I'm not getting anywhere here. Plus, oftentimes, I mean, I want to set the table of what we're looking at to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Of course, if you want to see something and I don't have it on my list... Present your argument, and I may add it. <laughs> I'm kidding. If you really want to see it, I'll put it on the list. But I'm going to say, well, you're not going to like this probably because you've told me this, right? Mm-hmm. And I know I've seen that house, or I know that layout. But if you're just letting them pick everything they want to see, and you're not narrowing their their search a bit, that's how you end up in 30 to 50 condos in a few months. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, you're all over the place. And so... He, we, you know, I spent a good hour talking with him and we went over how it works and what we should be looking for and what do you specifically want? What are your favorite areas? You know, because we're north, we're south, we're downtown. We're, so let, let's focus because if you, sh- it's too much product. I'm, I'm, you're just going to confuse a buyer. Mm-hmm. It's like the picking the white paint analogy I sometimes use, right? Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just, you're giving them too much choice. It's overwhelming and they can't make a choice. Yeah, it's which of these eight shades of white do you do you want? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 they all kind of look the same. But I, yeah, I so they don't they buy any white paint. Yeah. So so uh, and and you know and the next thing I did the next time we went we met and we went out and and I had picked a few that he hadn't seen. I don't know how he missed them. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in every other one. I don't know, but I after what he told me, I thought, okay, well, have you seen this one? This one? No, I haven't. Well. This would fall right in line. Had yep. your agent been listening to you and, 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 you know, got your criteria, these would have been the first ones he would have shown you. So we went out the next time, and at that point in time, I gave him, uh, referred him to a mortgage broker within a couple of days. Now he's got a formal pre-approval. He knows exactly the price range he wants to be in, and we're not looking at, you know, a vast amount. We're narrowing the search, and, and he's feeling like he's more in control now. See, it's funny. It's almost like the, you know the, he was taking the shotgun approach, mm-hmm. but he didn't even have pre-approved financing, no. so it's not like he even had shells in the gun at that point. <laughs> he had nothing. He was just, you know, well, this one looks nice. Let's go look at this one. And and uh, again, I just kind of you're right, scattershot. It was it was all over. And if if you're if you're that passive as an agent, where you're just sitting back and waiting for somebody to call you and say, oh, let's go look at this one. I mean, I'm searching for, I have a list of my buyers and, you know, I've got my sellers, but my, my buyers, there's a process every day where I'm going through what's the new listings, what's reduced, where do I think, you know, I could maybe get something down to, and I'm sending them out to them. I'm telling them because mm-hmm. I've got far more information than they do and I get this information quicker. Yep. Yep. So if I'm just sitting around waiting for somebody to say, hey, let's go look at this one, I might have missed two or three over here that would have been a far better fit. You know, just by not paying attention to it. What what do you find is uh, some of the key factors for buyers in terms of when you're kind of narrowing the search for them? Uh, Is it area of the city? Is it price range? Is it the style or type of a condo or a home? What's kind of the the, the real driving factor? Price range and and location are probably the two biggest. Those are my first two questions Mm -hmm. anyway. What's your price range and, and do you have a specific area you want to be in? If they're not from here, which a lot of times if I, I get relocation buyers coming in, they, they're not sure which area of the city they want to be yep, in. Yep. So then, then I you know, go on to the, the secondary questions, which will help guide me. Do you like the older homes? Do you like the character homes? Do you like new construction? Do you want big lots? Do you want little lots? Do you want lots of trees? That sort of thing. Uh, and then I can start to narrow it down to what part of the city I think we should start in. It doesn't say we can't move around a bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but people that are familiar with Regina and have lived here 
they kind of know where they want to be. Yeah, yeah. They know where they want to be. And then we get into style. Do you want stairs or less stairs, bedrooms up, that sort of thing, two stories, bungalows. And then you can move on down to, you know, if somebody tells me I, I don't want to do any work, well, I know I'm going new mm-hmm. or I'm going to have to find an older home that's been completely renovated. Right. And generally, if you're looking for an older home completely renovated, I you know, you know where a lot of those are because mm-hmm. there's not as many of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, you just keep track of your inventory, but you start with those first price location and, and go on from there. And if you're looking, get a qualified agent. If you're a buyer, they don't cost you a cent. Not a cent. And, you know, and in explaining that to this, this fellow, he's, he, you know, that's what he said. You know, I, I didn't know half of this. I've learned more today. This is great. And now he feels like we're on the right track. See, and now the knowledge you shared with him has now been shared with everyone else. Oh, look at that. I don't know about you. I feel special. <laughs> Looking to buy or sell, turn the key. Call Lori today, 591-5192. The website, lorisells.ca. Back with more of Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick of Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc. After this. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick. On 980 CJME. We're Patrick in the studio with me from Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc. This is Inside Real Estate, of course. Uh, Laurie, we talked about the experience you had with a buyer Uh in the first segment. Uh, uh, Let's uh, flip it around. A seller or potential seller? Potential seller. I I was, uh, somebody reached out. They had uh, wanted me to come out and, and look at their property and tell them what I thought about a price to list it at and, you know, just what I thought of, of uh, the house in, it in particular. So I went out and met with them and it was a beautiful home. They have done a beautiful renovation. It's in an older neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, uh, but they've re- revamped the whole house, changed the look of it. It's, it's, it's got a kind of a completely contemporary feel and look to it now. But the thing that struck me about it, and this, this I come across sometimes, is when you pull up to a house like that, it's, it, it very much stands out in mm. that it looks different from everything in the neighborhood. So it, it's... Sometimes that's... Okay, sometimes that's... But sometimes... Sometimes it's not. So it's just... and, and Even if it looks great. It, do, it did look great. It's just that buyers tend to... Uh, you know when you, they always say you're the, the biggest and most expensive house on the block sometimes, and by far, it would be by far. Um, it, it, it's, it can be a resale issue, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're thinking, well, why would I spend this much money and not be in a new area beside other houses that are comparable? Comparable or the same. Yeah, you know, because those are the areas attracting that price range of buyers. This particular area is probably attracting two to $300,000 less gotcha. buyers. Gotcha. So it, it really stood out. And again, I, you know, n- no fault on their renovation. It's beautiful. They, they made some great choices. But... Sometimes if you overbuild or over-renovate, it's kind of like um, a few shows ago when I talked about when the very tall people renovated to suit their tastes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to always keep resale in mind when you're doing this. So those types of houses, this new one that I just looked at, this newly renovated one I just looked at a little while ago, uh, pricing becomes a bit of a, I, I understand what you've done here and I know that the, the, uh, the amount this renovation likely cost I don't know that I can get all of that out for you. Of course, it's going to be more than the surrounding houses, but mm-hmm. if you get that much over them, it's it's a difficult it's a difficult resale issue. So, if you had the exact same house but in a slightly different area, then you could justify a higher price potentially. You could, and and the area is nice. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with the area. It's a great area. It's just a little bit older. People are looking at you know thirty, forty year old houses, and um, and this particular one to be back to a bit of a busy street. So. 
that was another little thing that was going against it a little bit. But the conversation went because he had had a recent appraisal, and I uh, I didn't ask him what that appraisal was because I I I, I don't want to know sometimes because I just want to see what do I think it's worth and what mm. do, what does the seller think it's worth, and then you know the appraiser praise value market value are two different things sometime but and then when uh i got into the conversation about what i thought it was worth and what he thought it was worth we were far far apart mm-hmm. far far apart and you know and i consulted with uh you know irv and i discussed it as well and and it was just you know this is i don't i can't see it conceivably getting to that price so i it's not that i'm in the habit of wanting to turn down business but at the same time you've called me out here for my 28 years worth of professional, honest opinion, and I'm giving it to you, and I don't think I can help you. I'd love to if I could, but I don't think I can. Because it was, uh, well, if, if you won't take it at this price, I, I have another agent that would. Mm-hmm. I, I will defer that because I don't think, I, I don't know that you're going to have great success with this. I wish you luck. But you, there's some things here where I don't know that we're getting to that price that you want. Mm. And by a fair bit. Yeah, one would assume. Yeah, a couple hundred thousand, I think. Wow. One fifty anyway. But it was a nice house. It was beautiful. Yeah. And I can appreciate it. It's just sometimes if you're gonna do those renos, keep in the back of the mind as as you know, you're pushing the calculator buttons and how much you're spending, are we gonna be able to get this all out? On the resale side. On the resale side. And and you know, if you're doing it to live in and this is the way you want your home to be and you're gonna be there for ten, twenty years, that's a far makes much more sense to me than trying to flip something like that and mm-hmm. spending a lot of money on an old home to turn it into virtually a new home in an old neighborhood where your your neighboring houses you don't fit yeah, and uh, and you're that much more money than the rest of them. Yeah, and renovations and changes and upgrades and everything else sometimes they're needed and necessary, and sometimes it's well, no, it's kind of okay the way it is. Really, you've got you chatting again before we came on air here. You were talking about uh, inspections, and yes. sometimes these things can go south. Sometimes these things, I'm telling you. So I had a, um, a recent sale, well, uh, my listing, and um, the inspection happened uh, just recently. And when the offer came in, and, and no listing agent likes this and no seller likes this, but it had a fairly long condition period on it, you know, up to two weeks, I think it was. And the inspection's on the next to last day before removal of conditions. So... Sometimes that's necessary because to get the inspector the buyer wants, the guy, if the inspector's booked, you know, they have yeah. to push it out. And, and so I get it, but it's always one of those, we're going to come right down to the wire here, and if there's anything on this inspection we have to discuss, we're going to want an extension, and then, and, you know, they're going to want an extension that goes on for another five days, and it just kind of prolongs the mm-hmm. decision sometimes, and it's nerve-wracking for the seller to sit through this. So... Inspection comes back, and it's one of those things where um, I don't expect other agents, nor do I know a lot of... There's different codes in different provinces on, on building, build, codes. On building codes. Yeah. So in different provinces, uh, and I wouldn't expect myself or other agents to know all of these, but there's a few that have come up a lot often enough that an experienced agent knows if they're coming from that province and they're buying a house in this era when it was built, this might come up. So when I have a, I just had it recently a few months ago and I brought it up to the buyer. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to happen. The inspector is going to tell you this about uh, this particular component. You're going to say, oh, that's not code in Ontario or wherever they're from. And it, it, it did, but it was fine because I prepared them. Right. And we always and have the discussion going. about preparing the buyers. So in this case, it was almost the exact same scenario. And up it came um, after, and I was just kind of to myself thinking, why didn't the buyer's agents point this out to him ahead of time, the buyer ahead of time, so that it wasn't such a surprise? Because nobody likes bad surprises. And, yep. it's, and, and then the buyer wants to remedy this situation where 
there's nothing really to remedy here. It's code here. It's fine. It's not an issue. He wants compensation to do it. So my seller's sitting there saying, well, there's nothing wrong with it, you know, but we've got it, you know, now we're in an extension period. We're off the market another five days. The discount is somewhat reasonable and he came in with a high price to begin with. So what do you want to do? Do we want to just see if we can meet in the middle with him, give him a little bit of compensation? If he thinks it's an issue, he can get it fixed. We know it's probably not. And then we can move on. Mm. So ultimately, we put it together and the seller decided, yeah, give him his discount. As it kind of dragged out, I just was thinking to myself, experience matters. And had this been brought up in the beginning to this particular buyer about this particular issue, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I've come across it. I know other agents have because I was speaking with other agents while this was all going on. And they were saying, oh, yeah, we know when that comes up. It would have prevented a lot of this, I think. Well, and and partly is that prevention where you want to make sure all parties are informed. But you again, you want to kind of take the edge off and go, oh, yeah, no, we'd anticipated that that might be the case. Okay, and we wrote the offer reflecting that. Yes, you know, and, and, and had that been come in that way, it would have been a little bit more understandable. And then there's no surprises on the, on the home inspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, or she come, the agent comes back after the home inspection and says, okay, well, he's got an issue with this particular item. And we're thinking, well, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. But then when it, you, know, you get into it a little further and say, well, he wasn't prepared. The buyer wasn't prepared. And it would have been better and more helpful to all involved if he was. And uh, ultimately, we got it together. But it's just sometimes experience matters. Well, it's like someone who's moving here for the first time. Mm-hmm. The idea that you can put a marble on the floor of any home in this city and it will roll? Just about. <laughs> I mean, really? I always say don't put marbles down. People, people who are moving here for the first time, they assume that all the homes in the city are broken. <laughs> right? And they just, well, no, that's just their own gumbo. And that's, they, you know, they all kind of did, you know. Yeah. Tilt and twirl rides, you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's uh, just kind of one of the functional realities. The homes are okay. The homes are okay. Don't put marbles on the floor. Don't put marbles on the floor. <laughs> Lori, it's always great chatting with you. You too, Dave. Looking to buy or sell, turn the key. Call Lori today, 591-5192. The website, lorisells.ca. You've been listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick from Century 21 Dome Realty, Inc.